Hey, it's Giovanna Hunter here for another episode of Into the Light Web podcast. And today we're going to be talking about developing mediumship. So let's get into it. Hey, and a very warm welcome to the Into the Light Web podcast with me, your hostess, Joanna Hunter, metaphysical teacher, spiritual life and business coach, published author, and the high priestess of the Light Web, a spiritual technology that will change your life. This is the place to be to talk everything under the Light Web from consciousness, relationships, to money, to spiritual business, and everything in between. So today's question comes from Verity and she writes, Hi Joanna and Skylar, I have been told many, many times that I've been given natural gifts to become a clairvoyant medium and the abilities are there waiting for me to access then apparently when I feel the time is right to begin exploring these gifts. But how do I do this? I tap and I meditate daily. But do you have any advice to help me grow? Yes, we have lots of advice for you on how to grow your mediumship. So mediumship, let's talk about what mediumship is. So the way that we um, we define mediumship, myself and Skylar define mediumship, is the ability to connect with spirit. And um, with that, there is levels of energy. So what I would like you to think about is all psychic and mediumistic abilities kind of run on a, a big scale, right? Right at the very, very bottom of that scale, you have your natural innate intuition. So an example of your natural innate intuition would be beautiful sunny day outside and you are just leaving the house and you get this overwhelming urge to take your umbrella and then because we're human we talk ourselves out of taking the umbrella we're like nah don't be daft it's sunny outside and by the time we come home in the afternoon we are squelching in our flip-flops and absolutely soaked through and that is a classic example of ignoring our intuition the next level to intuition is psychic ability so the psychic ability is where you just have like an internal knowing or you know something so perhaps you're meeting somebody for the first time and you just kind of get this weird vibe off them that you're like yeah that's not a person I really um think I should be hanging out with or somebody says something and just something inside of you just says that is bs absolutely bs now they could be the nicest kindest person to you to your face is really lovely there's absolutely no reason why you would have these thoughts that is often psychic ability psychic ability extends into knowing kind of what might happen next in a situation so having that feeling of like oh I think I know what's going to happen next and as we move higher up into the psychic abilities we start to touch on the levels of mediumship now not all mediums are clairvoyant and um 
clairvoyancy is literally a kind of blanket term that's been given to a lot of mediumship, but clairvoyancy actually talks about the ability or the mediumship ability of clear seeing. So it means that you get images in your mind and you get pictures in your mind. And that's clairvoyance. Now, clairvoyance can extend to the gift that I have, where I'm able to see auras and I'm able to see spirit with a naked eye. And that means I'm not seeing it in my mind's eye. I'm literally seeing it around people. So that's clairvoyance. But mediumship does not just stop at clairvoyance. There's clear knowing, which is claircognience. And often people who are claircognizant tend to have very, very strong gut instincts and tend to have very, very, like, they'll get psychic impressions off things all the time and just knowing. So just know something. Then you have clairsentience. Clairsentience really belongs to a group of people known as empaths. So we are really deeply feeling when we're working with clairsentience. So clairsentience is this deep feeling and you get deep feelings. Then you have a clairaudience. So clairaudience is when you actually hear spirits. So um, that is something that often when I am working with my spirit team, Skylar, I they will literally be like chittering in my ear. And sometimes I have to kind of like stop a conversation that I'm having so that I can continue to listen to what they're saying so I can relay it into the conversation that I'm having. So Claire audience is another Claire. Now, I profoundly believe that every single person can develop all of the Claire. However, not everybody goes to develop all of the clairs. And so therefore, not everybody will appear to not be clairvoyant or have other clairs. But I believe that, you know, it's like anything, if you develop, if you begin to train it, it will begin to open for you. So let's talk about the levels of mediumship. So now we know what the different kind of senses within the mediumship are, which are what we will refer to as the clairs. Those are the mediumistic senses. Now there's also clairgustience, which is the one that I've kind of left out. Now clairgustience is the ability to taste and the ability to smell spirits. So quite often a lot of people will experience clairgustience when their loved ones are around. And especially, I think grandmothers and grandfathers <laughs> tend to come quite often in on the vibration of clairgustience. So if you had a grandfather that loved like Werther's original and you just get this weird taste of Werther's originals in your mouth or the smell of that butter candy, um, or if you had a... Um, I remember uh, vividly connecting once with uh, a beautiful grandmother uh, who absolutely adored Parma violets. And I just got this amazing scent of Parma violets. And that's how she came through to me. And I was able to connect her with her lovely granddaughter who had fond memories of her grandmother always having Parma violets available. So um, now, uh, when we move into mediumship, there's different levels of mediumship. So the first level of mediumship is uh, what I like to call evidential mediumship. So evidential mediumship is where you are connecting to spirit 
And as you're connecting to spirit, you are connecting in and being able to give evidence of life after death. As we move up into the levels of mediumship, and at the moment, I would definitely say these are not levels for you to worry about, but you have things like trans mediumship, trans healing, physical mediumship, which is a very rare phenomenon of where the medium is actually able to um, bring things forward from the spirit world. So like objects and things like that, or spirit will use the medium's body to move objects without the medium actually moving. So trumpets and things like that. And these are physical phenomenon. But then on top of that, we have a um, and then you have transfiguration, where the medium's face will actually change and become that of the spirit person. So mediumship is a very, very large and very fascinating subject. Now, mediumship is not to be confused with something that is known as universal energy. So sandwiched between the psychic ability and the mediumship ability is another ability, and that is called universal energy. Universal energy is actually when we're connecting with Mother Gaia, which is our planet. And as we connect in on that planetary level, all impressions. So a lot of people sometimes will have an impression of a, a loved one and they'll deliver that as though it is mediumship. But what it is, is literally the kind of energetic impression that somebody left behind. And the reason there will be a difference between that and mediumship is mediumship will always move you. So if you are the sitter and you are receiving a message from um, a loved one, it will feel deeply, deeply moving. If the medium who is doing that work is working in the universal energy, it will not feel as moving. Obviously, it's your loved ones, so you're going to feel moved but that you won't feel as there won't be that visceral hit internal hit internal feeling so how do we begin to develop all of this so the first thing that I want you to be aware is that is the scale okay so if you're already demonstrating things like empathic ability picking up other people's feelings and you're already demonstrating maybe intuition and you're already maybe demonstrating some type of psychic knowing now and again but it can feel like it's very very hit or miss the truth is you're already on your way moving into mediumship so the first thing that we call is an exercise that I call sitting for spirit so sitting for spirit is probably the best way to develop develop your mediumship so it's a bit like meditation except what you're going to do is you're going to create a blending between you and your guides now I suggest when you first develop your mediumship that you develop your mediumship with your guides and not trying to develop your mediumship by trying to connect with loved ones and um, to start with straight away because when we're operating in the spirit world, we have to be aware that um, energies are all different levels. And one of the things that like energy attracts like energy. So the best way to protect ourselves within our own energy field is not to indulge in low vibe, sketchy ass 
shit, basically. But when we're first developing, we can feel apprehensive, we can feel nervous. And because like energy attracts like energy, these nervous feelings or apprehensive feelings are lower vibrational feelings. And therefore, we could potentially open ourselves up to lower vibrational energies, which we don't want to be playing with. So instead, what I suggest that you do is you build that relationship with your guides instead, and you invite them to begin blending with your energy fields. So what I'm going to teach you here is just how to begin to blend with spirit. So the first thing that you want to do is get yourself in a comfy place. You want to make sure that you have non-restrictive clothing on. I always suggest that if you are going to be doing this practice, that you might want to take off anything that is made of metal. And equally, you may want to take your crystals off or you maybe want to have your crystals on. Um, crystals have a vibration all of their own. And so you might want to kind of take them off and then you want to maybe try doing it with them on to see if it, there's a difference in the energy. And it's all about playing in the energy. And why I'm using the word playing, I think it's really, really important. As adults, we don't play enough. And play is how humans learn in the first instance, right? Children all learn through play. And there is no reason why we could not learn through play as adults as well. So what you want to do is to start to get yourself in a meditative state. I would start by closing my eyes regulating my breathing, moving my consciousness from the outer world into my inner world, then what I would do is send roots down into Mother Earth, so sending roots deep into Mother Earth to ground myself, bringing up that unconditional love from Mother Earth through me, and then as I do that, sending my energy skyward, connecting to Father Sky, and at this point in time, I would invite my main guide and just say I invite my main guide and if you've never met your main guide then what you're in for a treat because you're about to meet your main guide and I would say I invite my main guide and what you would like to do first and foremost before you invite your main guide is once you have connected to mother earth to father sky bring your energy towards yourself again and then I want you to just really, really sit in your own energy for a little while. Try for about even five minutes of sitting in your own energy and seeing what it feels like. Then when you invite your main guide to step forward and to step into your energy, you will begin to feel the difference. And what I would like, what I like to do is use my energy as the benchmark and then when I invite a spirit person into my energy, this time it's the guide that we're inviting into our energy. As we invite that guide into our energy, what we're going to do is we're going to really feel that guide. We're going to feel how are they different to your energy. If you're really solid in your own energy and you know what it feels like in your energy, what does this new energy feel like? And I want you to start with the basics. Is this a, a male or female energy, or maybe it's androgynous? Um, what, you know, is this, is this a big energy or a small energy? Are they a tall person or a short person? Um, are they, um, you know, what are the feelings? What's different to yours? You know what your energy feels like, and you should 
hopefully know yourself to a certain degree. You know, if you're a chatty, sociable person, then that's reflected in your energy and how your energy feels. Does this person's energy feel the same or does it feel wildly different? And then you want to start asking questions. Why does this energy feel different there? What is different here? And as you're doing that, you're building up that strength of that muscle of mediumship. You're opening up that part of your brain that is capable of spiritual communication. And as you're doing that, you're just sitting. Now, you can begin to ask questions and you may not get any answers. You may not get anything straight away. Or you may actually hear spirit and spirit might say, well, you know, you could even ask them, what is your name and see where that starts with. Now, if you make that a practice, so you can add that into a meditation practice or make that a daily practice. Then what you want to do is you want to begin to graduate from that practice into perhaps um, a deeper practice of like, really trying to connect to um, maybe a past grandparent or something and asking them to step forward. And if you are in doubt and you're like, I'm not sure if this is really, you know, my grandmother, I'm not sure, maybe I'm all making up, maybe it's all in my head, which is very normal when we're first practicing mediumship. What I would like you to do is just ask them for a sign. Give me a sign to show me that I'm definitely making this connection. Remember, you're working with a divine intelligence. You're working with an intelligence that is capable of so much. So finding you a little sign in your day is not going to be an issue and not going to be a problem for spirit. So we can begin to develop that way. One of my other favorite ways of developing mediumship is to join a mediumship circle. So in the UK, um, we have local spiritual churches and there's independent spiritual churches and then there's spiritual churches who are run by the SNU. So the SNU stands for the uh, Spiritual National Union. And the Spiritual National Union has a lot of excellent training and things like that out there in the UK. I'm sure in other places as well, there will be spiritual churches and things. The beautiful things with a spiritual church is that you can be any denomination of faith. You do not need to just be a spiritualist to go to spiritualist church. You can be any faith at all. And many of these churches will host um, circles for people to begin to train and develop their mediumship. Another favorite way that I have for developing mediumship is actually to develop cartomancy. So cartomancy is the art of using tarot cards or oracle cards. As you begin to use tarot cards and oracle cards, you might become aware of messages coming from people's loved ones. First and foremost, you're getting a message from the cards. So you're working on the psychic faculty. And then as you deepen that connection, you might go in and begin to deepen that connection with a mediumistic faculty as well. Meditation is excellent, but often a lot of people meditate for as a kind of stress reliever or to just 
really connect with their own inner voice and things. So meditation for mediumship development has to be more about building your relationship with your guides and your guardian angels. If you begin to build your relationship with your guides and your guardian angels, building that relationship is a mediumistic relationship. So the guides don't work, well, they do work on the psychic faculty, but they are not fully part of the psychic faculty. They are part of the mediumistic faculty because a guide, a guardian angel does not have a physical incarnation. They do not have a physical body. They have a body made of light instead. And so the definition of mediumship is incarnate soul, that's you, with a physical body, into disincarnate soul, which is somebody without a physical body, and the communication between those two beings. So when we have a um, when we're connecting in um like that with our guides and our angels is the start of this beautiful beautiful journey so unfolding that and we also recommend our angels and guides meditation that we have where we begin to teach you to build that relationship with your guardian angel and with your guides so i hope that answered your question verity and i look forward to hearing how you begin to develop your mediumship Thank you so much. If you have a question for myself and Skylar, there will be a link near this video or near this podcast. All you need to do is click the link and ask Joanna and Skylar your question. We look forward to hearing your questions. I'll speak to you soon.